The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and welcome to episode 215. September is finally here and uh, autumn is soon on its way so it's actually quite a good time of year September. Um, an opportunity to uh, to start new things and um, so obviously if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety then it can be a very good time to uh, start a new approach with that and with that in mind if you uh, want to get a free session with me to, to help you with OCD and anxiety currently being attacked uh, right now by a very nasty wasp that's flowing uh, that's that's flying in my face and uh, yeah that's why we just had that little pause there so if you would like to to get that free session with me uh, without being attacked by uh, a, a nasty wasp then you can to get that all you need to do it's back all you need to do is to head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message and you can uh, book the free session um, or you can use my my Calendly to, to book that session directly. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about the pain of uncertainty. And if you struggle with OCD, this is something that you'll be only too familiar with. Um, what I'm talking about here, unfortunately, is when we really are struggling, when we're really going through it with OCD, Effectively, what we are doing is demanding certainty from ourselves. We want to know 100% that whatever it is that we're obsessing about um, is is not actually a problem or isn't going to happen or couldn't possibly ever happen. And we demand this, this certainty from ourselves, even though uh, life is inherently uncertain. And, and what we do by doing that is we create an enormous amount of anxiety. We just perpetuate the situation through trying to to push away what is, um, or you know, and what is is the uncertainty isn't is a part of life. We can't get rid of it, and so by by pushing it away, effectively, all we're doing is making it worse. And so today, what I'm talking about is what you can do in order to start changing this, in order to start telling yourself a more realistic and helpful story, um that's going to help you to let let go of it. If you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could also subscribe on your podcast uh, app of choice, that really does help as well. So many thanks, guys, and I really hope you enjoy. Uncertainty is an inherent part of life. Albert Einstein claimed that as far as the laws of mathematics refer to reality, they are not certain, and as far as they are certain, they do not refer to reality. 
Now, this is both confusing and frustrating at the same time. If some of the smartest people in history are telling us that the very reality of existence is actually uncertain, then what exactly are we meant to put our faith in? How can you find your footing when everything, every time that you, you kind of put your foot down, you discover that the ground is, is loose and uneven? Um, wanting to have certainty is not unusual. As humans, we tend to create stories that help us to make sense of the world and what we're actually doing here. Now, these stories can help or hinder us, but they are usually an attempt to make sense of the world, to create meaning and to reduce uncertainty. We tend to want to create a platform of certainty from which we can grow. Children, for example, um, when they feel loved and cared for, tend to have the confidence to go out into the world and to develop healthy and positive relationships. If they do uh, encounter difficulties, then they are likely to overcome them as they have the the kind of self-assurance that comes from being loved and respected. Now, this is a a kind of form of certainty and knowingness that things might get hard, but that that they have a safe and comfortable home to return to if things don't go well and, you know, they can try again another day. The reality is, though, that they can never be 100% certain that that familiar love will always be there. Children who experience trauma tend to fear the loss of this love and connection more than anything else. But for other children, perhaps these thoughts don't even cross their minds, or if they do, they don't seem to pay it much attention. Perhaps they are so secure within their relationships with their caregivers that even the remote possibility um, of it seems very unlikely to them. Some adults then tell themselves stories that are incredibly positive. Despite the inherent uncertainties of life, they tend to focus their attention onto the things that they can actually positively influence rather than all the things that are um, outside of their control. They tend to have a disposition towards hope and gratitude, habitually noticing the things that are under their control and uh, that that are actually working out rather, rather than the opposite. To reflect deeply on the true uncertainties of life can be quite unsettling. As Einstein found himself, to try to prove that things are one way only ends up with you actually becoming more confused. And the deeper physicists drive into the nature of reality, the more they find that it doesn't make sense to to the logical mind. Just diving into the world of quantum mechanics, for example... Uh, you you will see quite quickly that reality can be very strange at the macro level. For someone without OCD, uncertainty seems to be an undesirable but less important reality of life. It is easier for them to accept uncertainties and to not focus on them, but rather to focus on what they can control. For the person with OCD, uh, this is turned on its head. We pathologize uncertainty and determine that it must be defeated. We tend to focus on it so much that it becomes like a literal physical pain or an itch that must be scratched. Often, if we just do nothing about the pain or if we focus on the discomfort itself and try to allow it, the urge to compulse begins to go down. But unfortunately, this is not what most people tend to do. 
The pain of the uncertainty can feel overwhelming at times and it leads to people wanting to escape from it through some kind of compulsion. Now, this might be a physical compulsion, a ritual. Uh, It could be checking or reassurance seeking or ruminating. Um, More often than not, though, the process does actually begin with rumination. It's the negative thinking about the uncertainty that tends to lead to other compulsions. But this is also where we can intervene with a different approach. I hope you're enjoying the podcast today. Um, If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can use my Calendly to to book yourself that free session. So please uh, feel free to do that uh, if you would like some some support. A huge part of this is the mindset. What do we habitually do as people who struggle with OCD that other people don't? Well, we tend to focus our attention on the things that that are inherently uncertain in order to to, to try and shore them up and actually create that certainty that that we're craving. The person without OCD will acknowledge the uncertainty but quickly turn their attention onto much more helpful things. As long as your mindset and attention are focused on what could go um, what could go wrong and what you need to do to stop that, it's going to be hard to to hold back the incoming tide of compulsions that are most probably coming your way. Um, we have to work on developing that acceptance mindset by acknowledging the uncertainty, but making a conscious decision to not engage in rumination about it. Now, it may not feel like it, but we do, um, we do actually have much more control over our rumination than we, we tend to realize. OCD will, of course, try to, to persuade you otherwise, and the pain of the uncertainty can create a huge surge of anxiety and panic so that you feel like you, you have no option but to ruminate and, com- and compulse in order to deal with it. But this is actually an illusion. When we start to stand up to the the OCD bully and refuse to play its game, we start to learn the truth of this and your mindset begins to change. Little by little, you start to, to see from your own personal experience that you don't have to respond to the uncertainty in the same old way that has not been helping you and that instead, you can practice allowing yourself to feel the uncomfortable emotions. No matter how hard you try, you aren't going to think yourself out of OCD. There is no amount of thinking that you can do that is going to resolve it. Uh, trust me, I've been there myself for many, many years. Um, and I tried a lot of thinking and it didn't work. And everyone else who struggled with OCD does the same thing. And it doesn't work. And this is the kind of OCD and anxiety trap we're all told in Western culture that if we have a problem, we have to find the solution to that problem by thinking, by problem solving. Um, and in many areas of life that works in your work life, maybe in your relationships or friendships or whatever it is. But when it comes to OCD and anxiety, the more that we tend to think about it, the more likely it is that you're going to tie yourself up in in knots and and get stuck. 
Getting over OCD, uh, in, in my view, involves acknowledging the pain of uncertainty and admitting to yourself that you don't like it, but actually that it's an inherent part of life. And interestingly, when we do this, we somehow uh, seem to feel more calm, happy and, well, certain that things are going to be okay. Now, this isn't always uh, an easy paradox to, to hold on to, but there is a lot of, of truth to it. Um, if you can practice taking control of your story a little more, um, if you can challenge yourself to disengage from a rumination and actually practice sitting with the uncertainty that it produces, it's, it's quite amazing what you begin to learn. You realize that you do not have to be uh, pushed around by the OCD anymore, that you know, that story that you've been telling yourself for such a long time is actually false um, and, and that you don't need to have the certainty that, you're, that you've been looking for. And when you start to realize that, while well, you start to get your freedom back, um, making notes about all of this in a journal can, can really help you to deepen your understanding of it. So if you are beginning, you know, to try to take charge of that, uh, of that rumination and begin to tell yourself a more helpful story. Try to write it down. Try to to actually create that narrative. Think about the kind of person that you really want to be and try to focus on that. And over time, you might surprise yourself with what you're able to uh, to do. Remember, though, that, that getting over OCD is not about doing everything in one day, but rather making gradual changes over time and seeing the results build up. So if you are beginning to, to take some action, if you, if you notice that, you know, un, uncertainty is, is the kind of beast of burden when it comes to your OCD and, and it's the thing that's really holding you back, well, just try to very gently push back against it some of the time. Try to observe what your ruminations are. Um, start there, perhaps write down each day for a week or two. What were the main things that you ruminated about? And then start to reduce those ruminations and just see uh, what happens when you do that. Is it a little bit easier for you to, to manage your, your OCD throughout the day when you're not actually engaging in rumination all the time. So there we go, guys. That is it for today. I hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.